Wow. What a ride, you guys. What an unbelievable 10 years it has been. And uh, one of my absolute favorite verses in Je- is in John chapter 12, where he says, Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. And one of the coolest things, just to start off our day of rejoicing, which by the way, when you, I know, it's funny because we don't really use the word rejoice a whole lot, right? So, uh, but what rejoicing simply means, it means to be exuberant. It means to be exceedingly glad. It means to exalt. I mean, if you look up in the thesaurus, the, the thesaurus, the best word is simply to celebrate, right? That's what goes on. Like the Utes win last night, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to see if you knew how to do that. That's awesome. See, that's what happens, man. When you see something like people go nuts and they celebrate. And the first thing I want to celebrate is the fact that there's no way the K2, the church exists, except there was a kernel of wheat, one guy who simply died to himself and said, I'll do whatever God wants him to do. And it's Steve Andrews, who's the lead pastor of Kensington back in Detroit, that planted K2, and he's here with us today. Would you give it up for Steve this morning? <laughs> Love you, man. Thanks, man. Oh, seriously, you guys, I, I can't even begin to tell you uh, the joy that's in my heart. And my brother Mark and his wife Callie are here as well. Um, from the, and they've been on staff from the beginning at Kensington. And this was Steve's dream, that churches would come out of Kensington. And so I am just so thrilled and thankful for being here. I never thought of Kate. I never thought of Salt Lake once, so. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> so, and so here's the other thing um, that we want to celebrate today. We are so grateful. Um, we've told the story here so many times, but when God gave the vision through Luther Ellis, right? Remember, it was Luther Ellis who, who went to school here and had a passion to see God do something in Salt Lake, who called me out of the blue and said, would you ever consider planting a church? My wife and I would love to see something here in Salt Lake City. And um, when Susie and I finally felt like we were supposed to do that, God made it clear to me, cast the vision, but don't ask anybody to join you. So I cast the vision, and there were 30 crazy people who said we will sell our homes and quit our jobs and leave our families so that a church could happen here in Salt Lake City. And our original team, except for just a few, we had people fly back just for this day, and I want them to come up on stage. We're here. Would you guys give it up for the 30 people who gave up their life to come out here and start this church? <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, you guys. I, I, we, we just had dinner together last night. <laughs> we had a blast. Just reminiscing and dreaming and, um, and remembering and rejoicing in the fact of what can happen if you give your life away. If you too will be a seed that will die to yourself and do whatever God wants you to do. I mean, all of us were just going, there's no way we thought this was gonna happen. (laughs) None of us did, and so it's amazing. And I just asked Steve just to take a few minutes and just kind of just just to address us all this morning. Okay, I wanna address you guys first and just say, 
when Dave was planning this, you were, really weren't the team we had in mind. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Where in the heck did you guys come from? I was telling last night we had a dinner together, and I've known a lot of these people for many, many years. And um, we, at Kensington, we've had a chance to start a lot of churches. And uh, we just started a, a new church last uh, two, weeks, two weeks ago in a new campus last weekend. But I got to tell you, I told these guys last night, I thought about it, I, and I, I kind of think in, in these terms. This is, this is the best team we've ever had right here. What these guys did is truly remarkable. Don't you agree? Just amazing. And so <clears throat> my guess, my guess is that for your whole life, you'll never do anything better than what you did here. It's the best thing you ever did. And the gift was you guys and the gift of the love that we felt for the people of this city. And my biggest regret personally is I can't move out here and join this. I'm not kidding you. I would love to be a part of this. But now I have grandkids back in Detroit. I'm stuck. Like in, I believe in purgatory now. So, uh, is that inappropriate? I, mean, I should have said that. Okay, as you, not the first time. But here's, I, I've had so many great, great experiences watching this from afar, coming uh, many times to see you. But I, I just want to tell you something. There's a joy and a special life in this church that's been here that I don't know in any other church. That's why I love it so much. And I, I really was feeling this week, and I know it's, this is a day of rejoicing, but I'm not really a rejoicer. I'm a forward thinker. I'm sorry. And I, I really had a vision of a word from God last night at, at uh, Friday night, the membership party, that God is getting ready to rebirth this church in a new way in the next 10 years. That what God has done in the past is absolutely incredible, but what is coming is even more special. And it's crazy the verse God gave me, Dave. I apologize ahead of time. I'm going to give it in the King James Version. Jeremiah is, in, is, is being commissioned by God to go to the next level of the journey. And Jeremiah's call to do this alone, to go to a very rebellious nation of Israel. And God says to Jeremiah, listen, I got a mission for you, so gird up your loins. That's another phrase we don't say anymore either. <laughs> do you have any idea what that means? It simply means tighten your belt. Like tighten your pants, folks. And because you get, you're getting ready for the next ride of your life. And I really believe that there is a rebirth, that God is planting us in this most amazing spot. It, this place was begun by faith. This place has been sustained by faith. And we're going to thrive in faith in the decade to come. And I, I just, I, you know, you're going to be seeing more of me. You guys are sick of me after all these years. But this is something. God says, I'm doing a new thing. And this next decade is going to be incredible. And God has brought you through heartache and difficulty and tribulations, all because I think he's prepared you for this moment. You guys ready? I just think it's going to be absolutely incredible. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of these guys. And I want to say, I just want to say one last thing. <laughs> for Eric and Dave, there's never been a day I haven't missed you in the office the last 10 years. Never been a day. Haven't thought of you. Wish I could stop in your office. But God called you to do this. And it's, it's the best thing you ever did. Hmm. Hallelujah. Thanks, guys. Right. Appreciate it. Awesome. Cool.
So imagine with me, because <laughs> I, I, it's funny, uh, Steve's my mentor, and now you know why I say inappropriate things too. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but I think he's also my mentor in the fact that I struggle to rejoice too. And I, I, I just think forward, but can you help me just for a moment? Can you think forward with me? Seriously, it, it, all God needed was just 30 people, just 30 people who would say, I'll give it all up. And 30 people, tiny little seeds planted in the soil of God's grace and his power have allowed thousands of people to come and hear the liberating message of God's grace and his forgiveness and to be reconciled back to God. Just 30 people, that's all it took. Could you imagine with me for a second if the thousand now that come every Sunday would do the same thing? Come on, picture that with me. What could happen here if a thousand of us did the same thing in 2014? And, and what's crazy about it is I feel like we have a chance, right? And, and, and Jesus told us, he goes, let me tell you what will happen. Truly, I tell you, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields, which would mean work for me and the gospel, will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. A hundred times as much. What's a hundred times 30? I don't know. 3,000. All right. But I mean, if we had a thousand people and God wanted to multiply like he did again here today, that's what I'm excited about. And what's crazy to me is what we did 11 years ago is we moved. And now here we are 10 years into our church, and what are we doing? We're moving. It's awesome. What a perfect picture again, where we get to say, you know what? I'm all in again, God. I'm all in again, and I will give up everything. Now, we don't, I, you know, some of us are bummed because you have to drive five more minutes. It's a little bit less than whatever that was that we carried over here, right? And here's what I just want to tell you. So all of you have this in, in, in your program, and I just want to remind you, we've been saying it for the last three weeks, at the end of the service, we're going to give you a chance again to say, you know what? I'm in. I'm in with what God is doing at K2 right now. And one of the coolest things he's doing is he's taking us into the next leg of our journey. He's turning the chapter. And I just want to tell you, man, Friday night, every year we do a crash the party so we can celebrate like God told us to do. And the crash is what we call our membership here at K2 The Church. And um, on Friday night, though, we invited everybody who serves here at K2 and the crash to come, and we had our first event ever in our new facility. And was it not awesome, those of you guys who were there? Oh, my gosh. You guys, this place rocks, and I cannot wait to see what God is going to do. And so I just want to encourage you again, if you've already made a pledge, just write on here. Just take a pen and just write on this thing. I'm all in. That's all you got to do. And then you'll have it up here. If you haven't pledged, again, you've been hearing this the last few weeks. If you want to join us in getting us into the next leg, you can fill this thing out. And during our worship, we'll give you a chance to do that. I heard one person say, it's like, you know what's bumming me, though, right now, is it seems to be all about the building. <laughs> and I just want to say, I, part of me goes, really? <laughs> because I feel like this last year, God has been doing so much more than just this building. Yes, we need a new place, and I can't wait to spend today all together in here. But let's rejoice, okay? So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to celebrate. And as I looked up the word celebrate, um, I love the passages I came up with. So let's just do it. Here's what the first thing we're going to do today. Let's celebrate Jesus. 
You guys ready to celebrate Jesus? All right. So here's what he says in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 6. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy. Has anybody received the mercy of God? Okay, four of us. That's cool. <laughs> Come on, man. I want you to stop. As we prayed together as, as the arts team before we launched our, our day today, what we prayed, I love the fact that our team prayed again. May everybody who walks in these doors again today remember the grace of God given to you through Jesus Christ. May every one of you remember that this, the life he gives us is absolutely a free gift. He isn't asking any of you in this room to clean up your act so that you can get to God. He's going, I want you exactly the way you are. I want all your mess. And that's the other thing I want to say. All of you who've actually hung with us for 10 years, holy crow. Unbelievable to me that you lasted 10 years here. Man, I just want to tell you, that's grace. We got to give grace to each other. And the reason we do is because we've received so much mercy and grace. So praise be to God, anybody, for his mercy and his grace that he has given us in his life. And then he says, in his mercy, he has given us new birth. New birth. Man, I tell you what, man, when you have a baby, that's one of the times we actually rejoice, right? When that newborn baby is born. And there have been so many new births here, and we just celebrate the fact that that new birth is into a living hope. And I, I, I celebrate the fact that no matter what we go through on this planet, we can go through it with a living hope because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is alive. He is united with us. You guys remember a few weeks ago? He is in me. He's in. I am in him. He is in you, and you are in him when you receive Christ. And because he's alive, we have a living hope no matter what. And then what? And then the, in, it's a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance. How many of you would celebrate if you were given an inheritance? Yeah, yeah okay, we like that one. So when an inheritance, and here's God going, I've given you an inheritance. You are so filthy rich spiritually because why? Because I'm in you and I am everything you need and you've got it through the Holy Spirit. And then he says at the end, who through faith are shielded by God's power. We have his protection and we celebrate that. So man, the first thing you guys, again, we at K2 The Church, and if you're visiting, thank you for being here with us today. We believe unapologetically with all of our heart and all of our being and we're laying down our lives for the reality that God wants to love you. And he wants to give you living hope. And he wants to give you forgiveness and the best thing in the world, he wants to give you himself. And when that happens, everything else can start to fall into place and you can have the strength and the endurance in this life because you know, man, we're headed somewhere beautifully forever with him. And so we celebrate Jesus. Here's the second thing we want to celebrate today and that's transformation. Let's celebrate some transformation. In Colossians chapter one, Paul says this, now I rejoice. I rejoice. And I love what he says here. I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. And I fill up in my flesh, in my body, what is still lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. Man, I rejoice in what Paul's saying, in what I suffer for you. I have become the church's servant by the commission that God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. I love this next verse. 
To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches, there you go, man, you are so filthy rich, of the mystery, and what's the mystery? Jesus Christ is in you. And that is the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, we admonish, and we teach everyone with all wisdom. Why? So that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. And one of the coolest things about God, you guys, is he says, listen, I want you exactly as you are. John Burke, a good friend of mine, a pastor down in Texas, their little phrase uh, at their church is, no perfect people allowed. Isn't that great? (laughs) I love that. And that's how we live here at K2. Man, we want everybody in their mess because Jesus wants you in your mess. But then what they say is, no perfect people allowed. Jesus wants you exactly as you are, but he never wants you to stay that way. He is involved in changing our lives. When we asked everybody to RSVP for our party Friday night, um, Diane, uh, one of our staff members, put a question on and she said, how has God used K2 to have an impact in your life? And um, let me just read some of the transformation that's happened here at K2. God has used the people who attend K2 to help me continue to grow spiritually and to challenge me to live beyond myself. I could not do this walk without the support of community at K2. I'm telling you, man, growing to live beyond yourself. (laughs) That's what Jesus Christ does in us. That's transformation. K2 has provided a platform and a place for me to learn what it means to give my life away. Through K2, God has opened my eyes to living out my faith in new ways through volunteering and loving on people. My heart has changed. And I find myself wanting to use what God has given me to make a difference in the lives of others in Africa and locally here too. K2, God has changed my life from a complacent relationship with God to being willing to do whatever, in capital letters, he wants. Isn't that awesome? He has completely changed, challenged, and grown me as a follower of Jesus Christ. I am no longer satisfied with a life that is comfortable and focused on just God and me. I want to live a life that brings others closer to Jesus. I feel like God has used K2 to teach me about love and help me to remember to love everyone around me, even and actually, especially those people who are hard to love. It has taught me to let go and allow God to lead me instead of trying to control his presence in my life. Through K2, God has taught me so much about prayer, and because of that, I have grown closer to him in my years at K2 than I ever had in my previous years of following Christ. And this growth was because of the people that have invested in me. K2 reminds me that Jesus needs to be the center and has helped give me a community to live out my faith and push me to love Jesus more and more. How has God K2 helped? Many ways. Especially that I've learned to love God with more of my heart, mind, soul, and strength because I have seen putting him first demonstrated by others, including the leaders. K2 brought an unparalleled group of women into my life to share the journey with me. It taught me spiritual practices and disciplines that strengthened my daily relationship with God, helped me actually move into a relationship with God in a personal way rather than more of an abstract, far-off God. Last one. K2 is a great picture of the heart of God for everyone and anyone, a place where people on a journey can come and be loved, spoken to, and encouraged. The people gathered here have encouraged my faith in a God that is bigger than our prejudices, greater than our dreams, and nearer than we could ever hope or imagine. Can you guys celebrate with me the transformation that has happened in people's lives in this place? Unbelievable. 
Next thing we got to celebrate is community. So in 2 Corinthians 13, 11, Paul says, finally, at the end of his books, he says, brothers and sisters, all you guys, rejoice, <laughs> celebrate, be exuberant. And here's how, and then his very next words are, strive for full restoration, which means be complete, encourage one another, be of one mind and live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. He says, rejoice and celebrate. And then the very next thing he says is, so make sure that as you do, remember, this is not only are we reconciled to God, we are reconciled to each other. This is the stuff we've been talking about these last weeks. Susie just taught us, again, that God has knitting together a group of people who are one. And if we encourage one another, if we live in peace with one another, which means we must accept each other as Jesus accepted us and forgive one another as he's forgiven us to carry each other's burdens. If we do that, he says, the God of love and peace will be with you. Anybody want the God of peace with you? And so he says, well then rejoice in the fact that he's creating a community. So let's do it. Here's, here's what some people said. God has given me a home at K2 a wonderful place to fellowship with his body. It's the community that God has used to show me his love and to help me grow in my relationship with him and others. K2 is a supportive community of friends in my LTG who challenge me and encourage me to a deeper walk with the Lord. I joined an LTG and they have become my family here in Utah. By introducing me to some amazing people I can share my life with. I was looking for a home and somewhere to belong and I found it. Community has been incredible. God has used K2 in so many ways. I have a Life Together group that I can turn to when things are great and totally falling apart. God has used K2 as a guide for my children. They have amazing teachers that have went above and beyond besides just a Sunday morning. I have learned so much about the life literally in the past two years from so many different people at K2. I wouldn't change those experiences for anything. I have some amazing leaders that have walked me through hard times that God has shown me so much through them. God has impacted my life through relationships and, a safe, and safe places as I have dealt with difficult relationships in my life and the effects of PTSD. By being loved by other people the way God wants us to love and being encouraged and taught to love other people the way God wants us to love. This is the most amazing church I've ever been to. Being on the arts team and leading a band, I feel like I'm in a community that loves me and wants the best for me. How has God used K2? Many ways. Most of all, I have made new friends who I'm doing life together with. Also, the authentic and personal approach from leadership and others who serve has impacted me greatly. It helps me feel that I am part of instead of go to church. I love that one. I have found a church home at K2. Started attending almost one year ago. Had wanted to start back to church when I had my son to raise him in faith after many years of me, quote, loving God without church. I found K2 and loved it. I had no idea how great God's timing was. Within a few months of me starting to attend K2, my husband began an affair, moved out when our son was about seven months old. I have no family in Utah and not many real friends, but K2 changed that. The people of K2 were so loving and supportive, I don't know how I could have gotten through all this without God and his church at K2. I have found family here. It's awesome. K2 has helped me to see that there is more to life than just chores around the house on Sunday. I've heard guys say there's more to life than golf on Sunday. Five years ago, I didn't see why it would be beneficial to fellowship with anyone else, and now my family has been blessed with a sense of community like none other. 
K2 is my family. Can you guys celebrate with me the fact that people have found the relationship? Hey, and, and so can I just tell you, for those of you guys who are still going to church instead of being a part of the church, I just gotta tell you, you have no idea what this next year holds for your life. And who's gonna be there for you? Who's gonna know you? Who's gonna encourage you? Who's gonna go there for you when you're struggling with life, when you're struggling with your faith? I mean, people all the time, all of us, we go through really hard times. God has created us to be a body, to hold each other together. And when a thousand people come together, it's not gonna happen here on Sunday morning. You've got to take a step of faith and get your life connected. And here's the thing, and it's not just for you, man. As we learned in the first section, you people need you. People need you. And so you'll receive and you'll learn how to give and love and it will change your life. Okay, last thing we're gonna celebrate and that is salvation. Let's celebrate salvation. I love Luke 15. I always have loved this passage. Um, I was gonna almost say maybe too much. I don't think you can. But Jesus just talks about, he gives this great story when somebody loses his sheep. And when he goes out and he searches, this is when he says, I'll leave the 99, I'll go after the one. And then he says, when I find it, he says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, Jesus, listen, you guys, listen to this. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who don't need to repent. <laughs> heaven goes crazy <laughs> whenever anybody turns back to God and receives his forgiveness and his spirit and receives eternal life. Why? Because God created every one of you to live with him for eternity. He created every person that you know when you leave this place today and you go to work and you see your neighbors and your family members, there's not a soul on this planet that God didn't say, I so love you that I'll give my life for you. And man, I tell you, man, how many of you have lost your child? Anybody ever lost your child? Just me. It is freaky. And I'm telling you, when we lost Caleb at SeaWorld, when we found him, what did we do? We rejoiced after we were like, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> no, we didn't. We just <laughs> rejoiced because we found our son and we found the one we love. And I'm just going to tell you again, man, we are doing everything we can at K2 The Church to tighten up this community and to shepherd you into relationship. We're doing everything we can by offering K2U and base camp and crash course and different things so you can grow and mature in your faith. And I'm telling you, if you're gonna be a part of this church from this day forward, we are out here because Jesus Christ wants every person in this valley to know they are loved by God. And that's what we're gonna be about. So let's celebrate some salvation. Here we go. I was saved at K2. I received Christ at K2. K2 has shown us how to be in a relationship with Christ and has given us an amazing community of love and support. So many ways I can't start. I have learned what a relationship with God means and that it's okay to be me and God will love me and I found my family at K2. Finding a church that could share the truth of the gospel of Jesus with me and my family, showing us his true mercy and grace and forgiveness and in a way that showed his loving nature has completely changed the trajectory of our family. God. K2 has brought me to accept God into my life and I couldn't be happier. There's not enough space to list the impact. It changed my life and I found out who God is. Huge, 
capital letters. I found God for the first time at K2, and I can feel God filling up inside me more each day. K2 is where I found Jesus, four exclamation points. K2 assists me in staying closer to him and growing in my relationship with him. God has used K2 to impact my life by leading me there so I could give my life to him. And God has used K2 to bring me into a relationship with his children. He keeps me coming back every Sunday to teach me his word. God has used K2 to greatly impact my life in every way. K2 brought us the truth about Jesus and the gospel. It was the place where both of us accepted JC as our savior and became saved. We are both encouraged all the time to continue to fall into the love of Jesus, accept his love, and learn to love him. I became a Christian at K2 nine years ago. This is where I met Jesus and where God has used me to impact the lives of many others. Ah, so many ways. It was at K2 where I truly accepted Christ into my heart and I'm following his path in life. K2 continually uses the leaders and other members of the church to pour into me, lift me up, and see my potential in areas where I couldn't have. In such positive ways and amazing ways I could never have imagined prior to giving my life back to Jesus on December 31st, 2010. I now have a relationship that was missing my whole life. God bless K2. We were still trying to figure out how to live life after the death of our son. Our marriage was all but over and we had no idea what we were going to do or better yet, how to do it. I started at K2 a week after the launch, met Eric Winter, and he introduced us to Jesus like we had never known before, and we never looked back. I can't imagine <laughs> where we would be today without the love and teaching from K2. It brought me back from a bitter, broken heart to a realization that God does love me, and he caused me to give my life to Christ. Will you guys celebrate with me the salvation that has happened in people's lives here at K2 The Church? So can I just ask you, anybody want to see some more of this? Anybody want to see some more of this? I tell you, man, that is who we are, and that's who we're never going to cease to be. It is hard. It is hard. It is hard to be a kernel of wheat that'll die to itself. We've talked about the spiritual battle here, you guys. The world, the devil, your own flesh, everything in us and around us and in the spiritual realms does everything it can to keep us from living our life in Christ. But praise be to God, right? Romans 7, what a wretched man I am who will rescue me from this self-centered existence that doesn't produce any fruitful life. Praise be to God through Jesus Christ. He came to save us from our sin and to reconcile us back to God, to create a community of people who really will love each other so that his light can get out into this world that is so longing for freedom and peace and joy and stuff they don't even realize. The God of the universe who's holy and good in every way is just saying, I just want to live in your heart. And as we just talked about two weeks ago, and his plan in Salt Lake City is who? Is who? It's you. It's you and it's me. It's us. So I want to tell you, man, we are going to, I, I love it, man. Ten years have happened, and I, 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 am, I, I'm, I, I hope you're right, Steve. I hope the word that God gave you was right. And I hope that this is going to be a rebirth into a whole new season for these next ten years. And again, 
All the, the scriptures in the Old Testament say that God's eyes roam the earth. Isn't that a cool picture? He's roaming the earth looking for those whose hearts are completely his so that he can strengthen them with his power. And I just want to say, I want to honor all of you guys who moved out here. I know that every one of you gave up your life for Jesus. And I believe his eyes roamed and saw that and he said, I'm going to give you my power. You guys, K2, the church in 2014. Let's let God's eyes roam our hearts and find those who are completely his, right? So that he can strengthen us with his power. And let's see more community and more salvation and more transformation happen in lives. And now I'm telling you, 10 years from now, when we're sitting in the fun dome and this three times the size of this, we're going to celebrate that God has been continuing to change people's lives. You with me? Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to end our service with a chance now just to celebrate him, to praise him, to remember that he's good and he's glorious and he's totally worth our life. And why we do it, we're going to take our offering. And, and this is it, man. This is God has been so good to us. And this is where we realize that we want to take what he's given him and we want to give it back to him. There they come. All right, here comes the band. I was getting a little nervous. So as we take our offering, you guys... Let's do this, man, right here, right now. This is our city. This is our time. This is our place that he's put us in. Let's make sure that God has all of us, and we're going to give everything we've got, all of us, for one and for him. And in this message, within the worship, we'll give you a chance again to fill out this card. If you need to right now, you can fill that out. That all of us who are committed to moving us forward in the next thing, we're going to have a chance to put those in your box. But let's celebrate. Let's worship. Let's stand together. And let's, uh, let's give God our praise and let's give God our offering so that his work can keep happening at K2. Let's do it.